Good evening, listeners, or rather it would be if it was a few years ago. Yes, not too long ago, we lived in a world of not necessarily bliss, but certainly the world was more blissful than it is today. Back then, we had a big band music, and bigger band music, sometimes called classical. Then jazz came to town with all its scatting and doo-wopping, and sure, we all had fun Charlestoning, but it didn't really need to hang around for so long. Now look what's happened. You can't find good music anywhere. All there is is bebop, and perhaps most terrible of all, rock and roll. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you I don't like rocks. And sure, who doesn't enjoy a roll every once in a while? But together, preposterous. For as much as I distaste it, it is good that I so cleverly brought it up, as it is the topic of tonight's episode. For while rock and roll may be pervasive in modern society, it has not yet buried its incisors fully into our fleshy necks. We hear now a harrowing prediction of the world of tomorrow, where the unchecked evil of rock and roll has buried its incisors fully into our fleshy necks. A bit redundant? Anyway, here's the Sons of Lilith. Um, hello, Mrs. Brown. Uh, I've come to pick up Luann. Is that Mikey Greenblatt? <clears throat> oh, Mike, I'm glad you're here. Well, golly, did you think I'd forget? Because no way, Jose. No, it's just... Because no. Because no, Siri Bob. Because no way, Jose. No, I knew you'd come. All right, then come on. We gotta go quick, or there's no way we'll make it out to Homework Point before sundown. Oh, gosh, yes. I guess you're right. We'd better get going. Sorry I threw you to the ground like that, Mom. I'll be back before sundown. Promise. You know, Mikey. Yeah, Luann? It's just... Go on. What's happening? Well, it's just I've never been up to Homework Point before. Oh, well, don't sweat it. There's no better place in the world to do calculus. In that case... Well, in that case, I guess I've got nothing to worry about at all. Just Mr. Kaczynski's test tomorrow. Looks like a good enough spot to me. I can already feel myself learning about the Pythagorean theorem. I don't think that's calculus, really. It's got letters and numbers, hasn't it? Say, uh, why don't we, um, um, you, uh, put on some music so, uh, we can study harder. Are you sure you'll be able to hear me asking questions over it? Oh. Oh, yeah, sure. But, Mikey, what if... What, Luann? What if the radio happens to be turned to... Rock and roll? Well, that's... 
that's not possible. My dial never sways from 93.8. Easy listening. Oh, thank goodness. Hey, folks. You're listening to Mr. Miami and the Worm Late Night Afternoon Zoo. I hope your crazy kids are ready for something real special. (laughs) Because we've got the hottest record in the nation ready for your listening pleasure. (laughs) Worm, why don't you throw it on? Ladies and gentlemen, the sons of Lilith and the soon-to-be number one hit a cloven hoof. Won't reach my brake pedal. First gear, second gear, third gear, fourth my car standard. That's four on the floor. You know, baby, I'm having a blast that gets better when I give it a gas. A cloven hood don't need no brake pedal. Guys are gonna pick up chicks, steal their hearts and souls, win their rock and roll tricks, take their dates to church, burn the holy books, who needs good grades when you got a good look? So the kids actually like this stuff? Jeremy, I don't know what kids like, and frankly, I don't care. That song is number one in the charts, and your show is starting to fall behind, baby. What do you want me to do? But you're not going to make me have that outfit on, are you, Pat? What? No, these are alien suits for that sci-fi series I'm producing. You're going to let that band play on your show, though. Okay, baby? Now look, I've consented to a lot of things over the years. And they've all paid off! Well, yeah! I guess it was nice having Miles Davis on the show, but... And let's not forget, baby, you called me crazy for signing that ape circus thing, and then what happened? Monkey World became the highest grossing movie of all time! Trust me, will you please? Fine, and before you even say it, I'm aware of 86 Weeping Babushka's triple platinum status, but, th- but this is different. And why is that? Did you hear about what happened down at Homework Point? No. What am I, some kind of nerd who reads nerd newspapers? What would you even call a nerd newspaper? Someone played a Sons of Lilith song over the radio and all the kids started going wild. The Nerd York Times? The Pocket Protector Post? I mean, come on. This is serious, Pat. They started necking and swearing and drinking colas while sitting on the hood of their cars. Think of the potential denting. Won't someone think of the potential denting? No, potential denting would be a terrible name for a nerd newspaper. Terrible. That's why I'm a producer and you're a lowly host, understood? I love you, though. But... But what? 
They're number one and you used to be. You're old news, baby, darling. If you don't want to be nothing at all, then listen to me. You will have them on your show and I will arrange for a booking next week. I'm sure there's some way we can turn the ratings around. Well, how's about this? You know who's on the show today, don't you? Well, sure, it's, uh... I know who it is. Now, you go out on that stage, you present your little variety thing, and then you tell me if that's gonna turn you around. Okay, baby? Now, I'm off to go eat a steak you could never afford with women you could never think about. And then go to bed in the biggest bed anyone's ever even read about. Have a good show. Hopefully you last long enough to get the Sons of Lilith on. You're everything to me. You're my everything. Welcome back to Bed of Roses. I'm your host, Jeremy Rosenberg. Thanks for sticking with us through the break. And uh, another round of applause for our last guest, uh, the brilliant Mr. Joseph McCarthy. Well, okay. Uh, anyway, a little later on in the program, we're going to have on the uh, wonderful Groucho Marx, who's here to tell us about the first time he ever saw a plaid shirt. There's a way that could be interesting, right, folks? Okay. Well, a producer in my ear is telling me that, or... Rather, they're asking me, uh, say kids, how many of you uh, hepcat young teeny boppers out there like this newfangled rock and roll that's been going around? <laughs> well, a few of you don't. See, that's a shame. Had you all stood up, maybe I'd have one, but uh, the group sent here by the March of Dimes didn't cheer at all. Why, they didn't make a sound. Now, yes, most of you gave the idea of a rock and roll uh, a standing ovation. Uh, those kids over there stayed lying perfectly still in their iron lungs, and that means... Is that uh, supposed to be... I'm told that's clapping. Well, uh, I guess in that case, we may need to invite a rock and roll act on the show. You know, uh, you know, I've often felt Gab Calloway had a sort of a, a rock and roll sensibility, right, kids? Or I guess, better yet, we could have on uh, uh, the Sons of Lilith. All right, now let's settle down now. In the meantime, as I said, later on tonight, we've got Groucho Marx. Uh, but for now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, boys and girls, put your hands together for the musical stylings of... Uh, six Sombra Oboes. Well, isn't this interesting? It would seem that the teaser I read at the top of the program was almost entirely inaccurate. This episode is no dire prediction at all. It's the story of a television presenter desperately trying to hold on to fame in a world where he feels increasingly anachronistic. 
Now, rock and roll does certainly play a role in it, but it is yet to take over the world. Foolish writing. I must have been given a bad bit of copy or something from some other rock and roll based script those fools in the writer's hutch have been working on. Anyway, Mr. Rosenberg now faces a terrifying dilemma. Forsake all he believes in and have a rock and roll band on his show, or lose everything but his integrity. A strange predicament I can't foresee anyone relating to. You hear that, Jerry? Uh, baby? Gerald? You hear that, Gerald? It's Jeremy. Whatever, baby. Did you hear that? Sure, I heard it. You were playing it at full volume and you taped my head to the speaker. That song! It's the first on the Sons of Lilith's new album. Oh, grand. You have no idea how grand it is. A full album of new music released five days before they're set to appear on your show? Man, I really am a fantastic producer, and you're my baby doll, sweetie pie! You know, Pat, I really don't think... Good, perfect, grand, you shouldn't be thinking. You work for Pat Buchanan Entertainment, and that means Pat Buchanan should be doing the thinking. Now tell me, darling, of the two of us, which is the titular Pat? You are. But you've got to listen to me for once. I don't know about this band. It's, it's more than rock and roll. It's, it... I tell you, there's something unnatural about them. The only thing unnatural about them is how well they sell records. They had to start up over a dozen new wells in East Texas just to be able to make enough vinyl to print the damn things. Isn't oil a, a West Texas thing? So I never learned to read a map. Whatever! You're going to have the biggest band in history come on your rinky-dink little show. Be happy, you know, for once. My precious. My pet. Look, I just got this feeling about the whole thing. You really are miserable. Normally, yes, but this time it's different. See, what set me off, they've got this single. Just gross. A measure of wheat for a penny. Now, that may not mean much, but when you take it up against their cover album, A Boat a Conquer, and their first LP, Peace from the Earth, well, all together there's something... I don't know what, but it, it's, it's not good. Yeah, I get it. You don't like the music. Listen, kid, you're 45? I'm, I don't know, around 60 maybe? This is something that happens as you age. The kids like the new music, you like the oldies. You wake up one morning and you can't put on minstrel shows anymore and... It's not... You're just not getting it. Oh, I'll never forget the first time someone said that to me. I was about your age. Whatever it is changes and it doesn't come back around. You learn to get used to it. Now you've got me pretty bummed out, so I'm going to go see how much ether I can get in my bathtub. Also, I won't be around for a few days. Yeah, I understand. I don't like it, but... Maybe you're right. No one's ever called me wrong and kept their job. Have a good show. You're the greatest.
right, folks, that's our show. A very special thank you to Truman Capote for reading so much of that book about treehouses. Now, kids, uh, as a lot of you know, we've got some very special guests coming in just a few days from now. Um, be sure to be tuned in at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for the Sons of Lilith. Yes, yes, it's all very good, but I've got some more news. Yeah, now, uh, uh, a lot of our guests are from right here in, in Hollywood. However, a great many are from the far-flung corners of the world. You know, London, New York, Egg Harbor, places like that. And it, as it happens, the show, uh, we, we fly them in. Now, why I'm telling you this is because, even though it's uh, four days until uh, they're on the actual program, the Sons of Lilith will be uh, touching down at Fatty Arbuckle Memorial Airport tomorrow morning. Another fine show, Mr. Rosenberg. One to be proud of, I think. Uh, of course, we'll have to wait to hear from the ratings guys to see if we can be. Well, that doesn't matter so much. You put out a good show. I guess they're paying you to say that. I'm an intern. They don't pay me at all. Uh, uh, say, is my cab here? Yes, sir. Hundred and forty four Euphrates Street. Hello? Oh, honey, you're home. Yeah, I'm home. Oh, dear. Did the show not go well? Today? I think it was one of the best shows we ever done. We had 14 Chinese kids balancing plates on the end of their calligraphy brushes. Well, then, what's got you so glum, chum? Is it anything meatloaf can fix? No, I don't think any kind of loaf can help now. Oh, my. It's Monday. Monday. Sometimes it just turns out that way. It's that Sons of Lilith, isn't it? I tell you, Mrs. Rosenberg, everything, and I mean everything, tells me it's a bad idea. Why, that cab ride, uh, the driver, he didn't say a word. The engine, it was like he was completely silent. A half hour of total silence. Well, that's not so strange. Why, you're just stressed is all. I would certainly explain the headaches. I feel like I got hit in the forehead with a, with a brick, or a truck, or a heavy object of any kind in my forehead. And anyway, I've got some news for you. You did really well in the Philadelphia Syndicates. They haven't forgotten you're a man of your word. They'll never forget the name Jeremy Rosenberg there. Philadelphia. Well, maybe we can move there and start up a little daytime show. Oh, well now you're just being childish. If you want to wallow in pity, fine, but I'm trying to help you here. Mrs. Rosenberg, I don't think you understand. Monday at 4 p.m., I'm going to have the Sons of Lilith on my program. I'm going to be the first nationally broadcast show in America to have them on. Once those four buffoons take the stage, they'll, they'll have an army of 200 million people at their beck and call. A whole generation turned over to their, uh... It's uh, just music! Music you don't like. It's not the end of the world! Well, it's certainly starting to feel like it is. It is to me, anyway. It's at least the end of me. I know that. <laughs> Oh!
And there they are, just touching down now. One of the most successful bands in history. Uh, in just a moment now, they'll be stepping off the plane. It's hard to imagine that anyone could attain so much success at such a young age. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, Alexander the Great conquered the world at 32, and the Sons of Lilith are only 21. And here they are now, walking down to an awaiting crowd of reporters and fans alike. There's John, vocals, Clement, bass, Melito, drums, and Arrhenius, guitar. Four of the finest young musicians ever assembled. Darling, did you turn the sprinklers on last night? I think so. Why? Well, take a look out the window here and see. It's all dry near the fence. About a third of all the grass here up and die overnight. My, that really is odd. Should I call a landscaper or something? I guess so. It's very odd. That would be a good idea, though. See if you can't get someone out here. Work out what's going on. Uh, do you mind if I take the car into work, dear? Not at all. Thanks. Hey, rosy chicky baby! Yes? I've got great news for you. Really good, amazing news for you. What is it? Get this. The station is lending out some more equipment to you for the Sons of Lilith broadcast. The place will be like a real movie set this afternoon. You're welcome. What do we have? Just a standard lend of mics and such for a band, of course. Naturally. But then I got the muckety-mucks up at the station to lend out seven cameras to us. This is going to be one of the best shot half hours of TV in history. Angles all over the place, everywhere you look. I suppose that, that is good news. Oh, what now with the woe and the worry? Come on! Well, it's just that, see, I was having my usual 10 a.m. drink down at the Wormwood, and none of the usual crowd was there. I was sat alone at a bar at 10 a.m. Can you even imagine that? At the Wormwood? Really? That's where the Producers Guild does all its business. Yeah, and then the sign, the big neon sign, you know. With the winking cowboy? No, the one on the outside. Oh, the one with the line dancers. No, the one below that, the one with the name of the bar on it. Oh, right, yeah. Well, as I was walking out, it came loose of its supports and nearly killed me. If you were hurt, or anyone else, I wouldn't be liable, okay? No one got hurt? No, it landed on a homeless guy, thankfully. But it was too close for comfort. And all these kids who've been lining up around the block for the tapings, it's insane. It's a good sign, baby. Don't you remember how it was back in the old days? You know, back when people actually watched your show? I remember, but it was never like that. Hordes of teens and smoking and gallivanting. They're giving their letterman jackets to any old gal. Well, it could be their best. I've been around a long time. I've never seen worse. Yeah, maybe I'm just being crazy. It's going to be a great show, baby. You're going to be a star, all right? Not like before, okay? Before this, even when you were doing your best, you know what you were? Nothing. That's right. A nothing. A nobody, even. Now you're going to be a star. I'm talking advertisers out the wazoo. Well, now look, I've tried to say this before, and I've just got to say it out right here and right now. This band, there's something evil about them. Everything they do, everything they touch, it, it turns to gold. Everyone loves them. Everyone. How is that possible? 
and all the other things, my grass dying, the headaches, not to mention the earthquakes when their plane landed. Dear lovers, sweetheart, baby, um, honey, Jerry, Jerry, what you're experiencing, Jerry, is jealousy. Lesser men feel it all the time. There's no such thing as good or evil in the world. There's money and there's not money. You're being not money right now, baby. It's not jealousy. Those ravenous kids waiting to be in the audience. You're jealous of a young band's success because you know you're a talentless writer who lucked his way into a good thing. Now hold on. I love you. Listen, you can go and do the show or you cannot. It makes no difference to me. I can find some other gossip columnist and have him fill in. Baby? The show's called Bed of Roses. Well, maybe today it will be a bed of Carmichael's. I don't know. I don't name things. Right now, I got a lion named Judah and two dozen old men who claimed they tamed it, okay? I got a pregnant lady wearing a crown made of stars. I don't even know how that's an act. And then I got the sons of Lilith. You take them off tonight's program and you ain't even got a show. Bottom line. Now go out there and do what hosts are supposed to do. And what's that? I don't know. I don't even know who you are. I'm gonna go set fire to a couple of trash cans in an alley and blame poor people for it. Now, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Bed of Roses. Tonight, we've got Judah and the Septuagenarians, a pregnant woman, and the band we've all been waiting for in their broadcast television debut. The Sons of Lilith. Now, here's your host, Jeremy Rosenberg. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like to welcome you all to the show. We've really got a packed crowd here tonight. Every seat is full and the fire marshal has, for one time only, allowed us to crowd the stairs. So if there is an emergency, we ask that you all pretend there isn't. Now, folks, we've got a lovely show for you, as uh, you're no doubt heard time and time again. But this has been one very difficult show for me to prepare for. You see, most of the folks we have on the show, we have on because I like them. I find them talented or interesting or something like that. But the Sons of Lilith, uh, the band you're all here for, I don't care for them one bit. I'm sick of being told what to do and how to live. I'm tired of being a lamb. It's time that I act like the son of man I am, the brother I am to all of you, and say that the act you're about to see, the band whose golden idols so many of you have brought here tonight, they're wicked and evil. They're led you all down a dark and dangerous path that frankly... Hey, everyone! Look over there! It's the Sons of Lilith! <laughs> Oh, 
Another episode in the books. I suppose now, looking back on it, having those nuns beat me with the Book of Revelations for stealing a penny sweep when I was five turned out to be a good thing. So I guess a special thank you to Sister Mary Ellen Carter and her remarkably vice-like grip. Anyway, tune in next week, where we will be rebroadcasting a classic and always in-demand episode of The Slanted Hallway, The Only Good Irishman. A tragic tale that won its legal author, me, a Pulitzer for outstanding representation of an Irishman. But that will have to wait until next week, and also five years ago. Good night. Tragic tale that a tra- <laughs> shut up. <laughs> a tra- <laughs>